This podcast is part of the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media Group's podcasts and other student work on garnetmedia.org. What's poppin' y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Culture Jam. I'm your host as always, Zoe. Uh, Today it's just me and in honor of it being March, which is Women's History Month. I'm just going to be reflecting a little bit on some women in music who I really love and who I feel like um, have had an impact on me throughout my life. Um, But before I get into that, um, as always, I'm going to tell you what I've been listening to lately. Uh, The past couple weeks I've been listening to I think my my like on repeat playlist on Spotify is probably like 90% Kanye right now. I'm like a little bit obsessed with him, even though like I don't, you know, I obviously don't like fully approve of like all the like crazy stuff he's been doing in public. I think he needs to like, you know, get himself together. But musically, musically, I'm so a fan. I think he is kind of a genius. I'm a little bit sad that uh, I haven't been able to hear Donda too, but it's okay. It's whatever. Other than that, I've been listening to a lot of Kendrick Lamar, Baby Keen, um, that kind of stuff. Oh my God. Next week, I'm going to see Tame Impala in Asheville. So I'm very excited for that. So I've definitely been listening to a lot of him in order to prepare for that. I also saw Claro and Arlo Parks last month. So they've been in my playlist for sure. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, back to the actual, what we're talking about today. I'm going to be talking about some of my favorite, like, women musicians. And first of all, the first person I want to talk about is Avril Lavigne. I feel like anyone who's, like, ever met me would not be surprised that I'm a big Avril Lavigne fan. I spent so many of my childhood years trying to, like, mold my personality and my style around her. And I feel like that definitely still lingers on, like, who I am today. I am... She's been kind of back on my radar recently because she just came out with a new album, which like I think called Love Sucks. Um, I didn't I didn't really like that album that much, which but I, I don't know. I feel like that's pretty common with like any like sort of older, not that she's old, but like any sort of older artist that like tries to make a comeback. Like, you know, it's not always going to be the same, but I do appreciate that she's sort of back in the public eye and stuff like that. I think she released it through Travis, Bar- Travis Barker's label, which is really cool. And she had some features like Machine Gun Kelly and Black Bear. And I love all them. So cool stuff, cool stuff. But yeah, I think Avril was really cool. Uh, growing up, I was a big fan of, uh, I guess, pop punk. I went to Warp Tour every year I could. I loved Blink-182 and all those people. And I think within that scene, there weren't ever like, and still now there aren't really a lot of like female uh icons and so there's not much of a female presence within that scene so I think other than like other than like Avril Lavigne and like I guess Haley Williams from from Paramore like they were kind of the only like women at least back like originally that you know we were able to like look up to so I thought that was really special that Avril Lavigne was like so popular and kind of got into the mainstream when she was coming from such like a male-dominated scene um I feel like one of the main reasons I really love her is like I don't know when I was younger I feel like I definitely subscribed to the whole like tomboy like idea like I loved calling myself that I was like dressed to that certain type of way and I don't necessarily I don't necessarily love that label anymore because I feel like I don't know just the term tomboy I feel like it sort of like strips you of your femininity in a way I was always just I feel like it comes with a connotation of like 
I don't know. I feel like I personally, when I used to call myself that, I used to be very like, oh, girls are so lame. Girls are so dramatic and annoying. And like, boys are cool. And I'm not like the other girls. Like, I don't like pink. Like, I'm cool. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I just, I don't know. I feel like that's so stupid. Like, I really hate that mentality. I think it's like really childish and like, just like self-hating and like stupid. But anyway, at the time, that's, you know, that's how I identified. And I feel like anyone who called themselves a tomboy in the 2000s, like, was probably an Avril Lavigne fan, like I was. You know, she definitely set that standard of the whole, like, um, I don't know, just, like, the whole image. I remember I literally, like, I made my mom buy me a tie. And, like, I went on YouTube and learned how to tie a tie just so I could wear it with, like, a white t-shirt and, like, cargo shorts like she did. Like, I did the black eyeliner and, like, had the big chunky skate shoes, like, I just thought, I literally thought she was, like, the coolest thing ever, and, like, everything I did, I just wanted to, like, be like her, so she, like, was definitely, like, a really cool figure to me in that way, but I don't know, as much as, like, I kind of hated the idea of, like, being girly when I was younger, as I got older, I started to feel sort of differently about it, like, and I wanted to, I don't know, as I got older and, like, went through puberty and blah, 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 that fun stuff, I feel like I always wanted to feel more feminine but I didn't like necessarily want to have to like change the way that I looked or like change like I didn't want to have to dress a certain way or like act a certain way in order to feel feminine but I still wanted to feel feminine because like I don't know like I'm a girl like I want to feel like that and I wanted other people to perceive me as feminine and that's another and I still feel like Avril Lavigne did help me with that because she was always just so cool like I don't know she just had this confidence that like no matter what image like she was putting out to the world no matter like how she was presenting herself and like her music she I don't know like I still never saw her as like any less of a woman than like any other pop star and I don't think anyone else really did either because even though you know she was wearing like I don't know sneakers and skateboarding and like wearing baggy pants and t-shirts like she still seemed like a woman like nobody was like oh like she's you know not sexy she's not I don't know anything it it was never anything like that because she had this confidence that like it didn't matter if she was wearing cargo pants or she was wearing a tutu like she was still always very much herself and herself was very much a woman and you know in her music she's still I don't know like even though like she I don't know early in her music she definitely had that like certain image of kind of like it looks like she's wearing like her brother's hand-me-downs or something. Uh, beyond that, I don't know, throughout her music career, her style definitely changed, but she still always had that very like kind of punk look, but she still owned it and like made it sort of um, womanly, I guess. I don't know, like she still felt very feminine to me always because, you know, in her music, she still presented herself as like a sexual being. Like she still talked about like being hot and like men loved her and like she was very like embracing her sexuality and like who she was and so she didn't really ever need to be like traditionally ladylike or whatever in order to be feminine and that's something that had really had an impact on me like as I was growing up and it's something that I still think about and she's someone that I still look to even like now you know now that I'm almost 20 years old and she's I don't know she hasn't I don't know she probably became popular like 20 years ago um, I don't know, I still look to her now as someone who's really helped me throughout the years grow more comfortable with my, you know, my femininity, and I, um, I don't know, I love her for that. Another person that I really love, as much as I hate to admit it, I, like, I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I feel like that's so, like, uncool to say, 
and so basic but like I love Taylor Swift I, I don't know if I wouldn't really call myself a Swifty I don't necessarily like I don't like calling myself that but I think she's great like that's someone that I definitely like grew up with she was so important to me like when I was younger I think she was getting popular when I was like super young so what definitely one of my like earliest memories of like pop culture and like um you know important like women especially in like teen music like I remember Taylor Swift was like very much like the it girl at the time one of the first music videos I ever like distinctly remember seeing was the the you belong with me video and I love that video and me and my me and my mom were such Taylor Swift fans my mom probably still now loves Taylor Swift even more than I do I think she listens to her a lot more but I don't know so she's been really cool for me because there was a long period of time where like I didn't listen to her and like I did think she was uncool but it was cool to kind of come back to her like later in life because you know I was younger and I loved her music so much and I would blast it all the time and I knew all the words and then I kind of let go of it for most of my like middle school like high school years and I think in the last couple years I've been able to look back and listen to that same music and I still love it just as much as like I did even when I was a kid but even now it's kind of almost more important to me because I don't know just like when I listen to it all these years later it adds so much more meaning to it because you know, on one level, there's just, like, the nostalgia of it, like, this is the music that I grew up with, like, she was someone that I looked up to, and that I loved, and I thought she was so cool, and pretty, and, like, her music was so fun, but also, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, when I was 10 years old, listening to, like, all that music, I didn't know what she was talking about, like, I, I mean, like, I kind of did, like, I don't know, I feel like every little girl, or most little girls, like, have their crushes, and, like, you know, there's a cute boy at school, so, like, it's fun to, it was fun to listen to her music and sort of like fantasize about that kind of stuff but it wasn't until like you know a decade or so later that now I listen to it and I have been in relationships and you know I have had my first love and I have been heartbroken and all that kind of stuff that I can listen to it and it like means so much more now so I feel like I she's someone that I carry with me a lot I remember I don't know for some reason the song 15 like especially gets me in my feelings sometimes like if I'm sad I definitely whip out the Taylor Swift sometimes because I don't know I feel like I've definitely been described as a little boy crazy like throughout my years especially like as a teenager so it's really not it's really not that surprising that I do love her music but I feel like she's really taught me that it's okay to be boy crazy sometimes like it's really not necessarily like some big horrible thing as you know people make it out to be even just that term like boy crazy like just because I like boys doesn't mean that you know that's all that I care about it doesn't mean that it's like makes me crazy I just feel like um people put that label on Taylor because they're like oh all her music is about guys like all she cares about is guys like her whole personality is like men and that's not even really true like if you actually listen to her music and I feel like I haven't listened to her last like few albums admittedly so I can't say much of that about that but even like the early albums where it is like very noticeably all about like relationships and love and stuff even though that's like what she's talking about she's so like most of it is still about her like she's talking about relationships yeah and like she's talking about men yeah but it's all about like how they make her feel and how like she feels about the situation and how it shaped her and like the things that she's going through and like just her as a person and I feel like that's such like a really powerful like an important perspective because a lot of it is like yeah I'm so in love with you you were so cool but it still ultimately is very reflective on her 
herself and how her relationships like um have impacted her and I feel like I feel like that's not like a bad thing to be singing about at all and even if it is like like I said I feel like the, a big complaint that people have about her is that like all of her music is about that but I feel like that's a good thing because she you know over all these different songs and albums over the years like none of her like love songs are ever the same none of her breakup songs are ever the same like the love that like I don't know like the relationships you go through when you're like 15 are obviously not the same ones that you go through when you're 22 and when you're 30 so all her music is still so different and I feel like that's really important because I mean in real life like everyone's every relationship you go through is different every heartbreak you go through like feels differently like every experience is so unique so I think that it is awesome that she has such um a wide variety of like songs about relationships because then any like any really any person whether you've like actually been in a relationship or in love or not can listen to her music and still find themselves within it and I feel like that's really important and I feel like that is a reason that like so many women do love her music and even though you know a lot of people like to hate on it you know, there is a reason that she sells so many albums and she is still so popular and influential like all these years later. So big Taylor Swift fan. Um, beyond that, Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks is another person who I really love. Uh, I have a poster around my wall. I think she's like literally the coolest person like ever in the world. <laughs> she She's really, she was cool because um, growing up, I feel like the music that got me to like, really really be into music like my first love is was that sort of like 70s like 60s 70s like classic rock I loved Led Zeppelin ACDC um and I feel like that's another scene within music where there aren't a lot of you know there aren't a lot of women voices it is very like male it's very masculine even when you think of like who listens to it you think of it as like dad rock it's like you know middle-aged white men like they listen to that type of music but there were still like some really important women like within that scene, you know, Janis Joplin, um, Hart had some really awesome women. And Stevie Nicks to me really stood out um, because I don't know, there was a point where I really was like looking through all my music and I was like, there are no women here like at all. But I have always loved Fleetwood Mac and I have always loved Stevie as a solo artist as well. Um, I think in one of my past episodes, I talked about her a little bit because um, I think it was the episode I was talking about like wellness and one of the songs I really loved was Landslide um, and she wrote that and I think that's such a beautiful song. I think that Stevie, I don't know, Stevie's so cool because she's just very like, I don't know, she just doesn't even seem real to me. Like her whole like image throughout like Fleetwood Mac and even now is just very like mystical, very mysterious. Like I view her as this very like ethereal figure kind of and I think that's so cool. I think especially because I think as a woman in a male dominated industry, she did go through a lot of things where people were so focused on like spreading rumors about her. Like they called her a witch because like she wore black and she had to like start wearing white so that, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then she became the white witch. And she just was like, I'm not a witch. Like, but she also never really like fully addressed the rumors. I think it was cool because she, there were so, there was so many like, whispers of like I don't know her being evil and like practicing witchcraft and all this extra stuff just like all these stupid rumors especially like around her relationships and stuff but she never like allowed all the things that people were saying about her and all the gossip really like 
get to her and like affect her that much like she still very much like owned her own image even like um even with like the whole witch thing she I don't know she kind of she definitely kind of fed into it like just a certain way um and even though she does not actually like practice witchcraft she even like a few years ago um if you watch American Horror Story there is a season called Coven um and it's all about well it's, it's all about a coven it's like these witches and she makes an appearance at the end of the at the end of the series I think it's like the last episode but throughout the season they refer to Stevie they okay so in the show obviously it's fictional but they refer to like certain like famous people as like being like actual secret witches and so like one of them is Stevie Nicks and they're like oh the white witch like one of the characters uh I think her name was Misty her idol is Stevie Nicks and she wants to be like her she dresses like her and she tries to do her little like flowing like circling dance whatever it is but um so in the last episode Stevie makes an appearance and she does her little like twirl and shows Misty how to do it and she like performs a song and so I thought that was so funny that like um when she was first popular in the 70s there were all these like people trying to make her seem like a witch and she's evil and blah blah and like all these years later uh she came back to that and like she embraces that and like she thinks it's funny and she kind of went with that image even though like there was a time period where she did sort of like try to distance herself from that she kind of just was like you know I feel like as a woman people are always going to have those sorts of things to say about you and you just can't really like allow other people to take over your image like that like you have to be able to embrace it and like own it and spin it in your own way and I think Stevie has done a really good job of that um in like terms of her like relationships as well, I think one of the things she and Fleetwood Mac are um, most popular for are like all the relationship drama that went down between her and like Lindsay Buckingham and other people in the band. But she, um, as much as people have always been so interested in her love life, she still only lets people know like what she wants them to know. And even though she does talk about it a lot in her music, like Taylor Swift, it's still very much all about her and empowering herself even like I don't know I I personally think it's so funny that she was literally like still in the band with the guy that like she broke up with and then she was like writing all these songs kind of like shading him you know like he kind of did the same thing I don't know I think that's kind of a power move but yeah Stevie Nicks definitely a very cool person um those are probably those are probably the main three that I'm gonna leave it at some honorable mentions I really love Someone I've in the last couple of years just started listening to. Her name is King Princess. She's just like really, I don't know, she's just so hot. Like I think she's the sexiest person in the world. She's this really cool uh lesbian, like indie, indie singer. She's she's just cool. That's all I have to say about that. I really love Willow. Um SZA, SZA I really love. She has a really cool brand of like um I don't know people call it light skin music like light skin girl music and I don't know I as a light skin female I'm a big SZA fan but um beyond that oh Joan Jett I love Joan Jett I could I'm not even I'm not gonna go on a whole thing about Joan Jett but she was another person who she came out of like the 70s like 80s uh rock scene and she just was so cool she um oh my god what was the name the Runaways, her first band, The Runaways, they were this whole like female rock group. I think they were all like teenagers. They were so cool. They had that song Cherry Bomb. I still love, but they were really important um, sort of girl power 
I don't know. I don't know why I just said that. I don't like that term, girl power. But that, that was another, like, group that was really cool. A lot of, like, badass women. And Joan Jett, I think, especially came out of that as a really powerful solo artist who definitely has, like, she's just, I don't know. She's just the epitome of, like, a badass. Like, I love Joan Jett. Um, in the 90s, I think definitely you could talk a lot about uh, the whole Riot Girl movement. As much as, like, I don't necessarily, like, love Courtney Love as a person. <laughs> I think that she she was a really cool figure. She and Hole um, in the 90s. And, oh my God, who else? Bikini Kill, Slater Kinney, that whole scene. I have so much respect for L7, Babes in Toyland. They were awesome. I was a big uh, grunge fan in, like, I don't know, like, late high school, I guess. I really was into that, like, 90s scene. Uh, you know, Nirvana, Soundgarden, Mud Honey whoever and I think grunge or like what we call grunge is like a very uh very male very male genre that whole like uh, drugged up like men talking about their heroin addictions and like heavy metal riffs and blah 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 whatever and as much as that is one of my favorite types of music, I think the whole Riot Girl movement was a very, really cool counterpart to that to come out sort of somewhere out of that like Seattle scene. Um, yeah, that just like punk movement was really cool. I think, I don't know, I feel like, I think definitely people like Avril Lavigne um, owe a lot to the Riot Girl movement. But um, yeah, that's really all I have to say. Uh, there's some people that I love. Happy, happy March, happy uh, Women's History Month go tell a woman that she's a badass um tell your mom you love her I guess I don't know <laughs> if you are a woman enjoy your month you're cool you're a badass go listen to some cool women artists men are boring they make boring music not actually but you know whatever. so yeah that's all for this episode uh you'll hear me back next week right here on culture jams so stay groovy and tune back next time